Hi again, this is Welcome to the Ville, the official podcast of the Louisville Cardinals. I'm Nick Curran. Thanks so much for uh, checking us out, whether it's via iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Those are the places we're available, and we appreciate you subscribing, streaming, downloading, and uh, if you could leave a rating, that would be greatly appreciated as well. Great episode in store this week. A great story is our guest, a senior on the UofL softball team and uh, getting ready for an extra year, as it were, in 2021. Outfielder Celine Funky, our guest. Celine, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. Thanks. Uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, how? Uh, well, what have you kind of been up to during uh, during this these uh, these last couple of months when when we've all been in various places trying to trying to keep busy. Yeah, well, I originally went home. Um, I got to spend some time with my parents, um, which was really nice. But then I quickly realized that I needed to get right back at it. So I uh, have been back in Louisville, um, working out with my teammates, training, just just doing stuff together. It makes it a lot easier. Um, but spending a lot of time with my teammates as well and just got back from a little family vacation. So really just trying to spend time with with people because I wouldn't normally have all this extra time. Very nice. And and you mentioned uh being being back on campus and I know that's that's something that uh, a lot of athletes have been doing returning to campus over the last few weeks. What what is that process kind of been like? Um they the athletics department has had a very um strict and it's been a very easy to follow um, assessment of kind of getting back into things. So we've had two Corona tests. And then um, last week was the first week that um, phase two, which is softball, was allowed to use facilities. Um, so now every time before we go in, we've got to get our temperature checked. Um, we have to wear a mask to and from facilities. Um, so just a lot of different precautions that they're taking um, to protect us as, as athletes, which we really appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Uh... Definitely good to hear uh, a lot of that uh, going on. Now, let, let's go back to, to last season. The, the 2020 uh, season obviously ended abruptly. Uh, you guys hadn't quite started ACC play yet. We're just starting to had finally been able to play some home games. And it seemed like the team talked to Coach April a few weeks ago, and, and she felt like the team was was on the verge of really hitting its stride. And, and you were on a 10-game a hitting streak personally. W- what was – what was that like, uh, and and maybe where were you, and how did you find out that the that the season was was canceled for the rest of the year? Yeah, so we had just had practice, and Coach Holly had told us, you know, we're not playing Boston College this weekend. We're going to postpone it with all Corona going on. And we're like, oh, okay, like just thinking it'd be a week or whatever. So me and like four of my teammates decided to go to the mall. Um, I was actually with Caitlin Ferguson, my fellow senior at the time, um, and we were driving back. And we had checked Twitter and the NCAA had posted that our season was over, basically. Um, And it was uh, something that nobody should ever have to experience. Um, I mean, luckily, I was with my fellow senior. We both thought that not only our year was over, but that our careers were over. Um, So it was it was definitely tough, a tough pill to swallow. But then rumors started coming out that they had um, thought about giving us an extra year, you know, and I had been really hoping that it went through. And then when it went through, that was just the biggest relief. Um, I was definitely not ready to hang up my cleats. Uh, like you said, the team was was just starting to get rolling. I mean, we had um, started to put some things together. And I mean, I personally had started to put some things together. I definitely didn't start my senior season the way that I would have hoped. 
Um, so having this opportunity to come back for another year is just something that I'm going to be forever grateful for. And I'm, I'm really excited for next spring. Yeah. What, what went into it for you to, to decide to come back for, for the extra year and and take advantage of, of what the NCAA put in place? Yeah. So, um, for me, it just, it really worked out with my, my education. So I was able to graduate a year early with my finance degree after, um, junior year. And after talking to Coach Holly, I had decided to start the two-year MBA program rather than the one-year because the one-year would have just been very, very intensive with being a student-athlete as well. So luckily, I chose the two-year program. And, and I mean, for me, it just everything fell into place. It just makes sense for me to, to stick around to finish my MBA as well as uh, play my fifth year. So my parents were really supportive of everything. And and I knew they weren't ready for me to be done either. So um, it was it was a pretty easy decision for me. And Coach Holly was and my teammates were all really supportive of me coming back, which has been awesome. Yeah, that, that is awesome. And circle back to that in a second. Um, you, you mentioned uh, Coach April and and uh, she you know, was in the middle of her second season as, as the coach of the program with everything happening. Um, first season successful and made it back to the NCAA tournament your first trip as a player going back to 2019 what what was what was it like a couple of seasons ago now 2019 and and uh, being able to make that NCAA tournament it was a dream come true I remember we were in the locker room watching the selection show and we we thought that we were going to make it but of course they uh had to wait for us to be the second to last team announced um so that was very very nerve-wracking um but it was it was awesome I mean I know I've been friends obviously with a lot of the older girls on the team and and hearing their experiences of making it to the NCAA tournament is something that I mean I've always dreamed of even as a kid so um, getting the opportunity to go to Northwestern and compete and I mean get so close um, it was getting to the regional championship just it was an awesome experience and uh, I know that it really motivated us to uh, play this year and, and we were hoping to make it to a super but I guess we'll push that to 2021 and and see what we can do yeah opportunity coming up in 2021 and and uh, coach April um you know, coming in after after uh, Sandy Pearsall had been the only coach in, in program history up to that point. And uh, what was it like for you as someone that had been around for for a couple of years and, and you know, adjusting to to someone new coming in to, to take over the program? Yeah, um, it was it's definitely different. I mean, they have very different coaching styles. Um, but I think that one thing that as an upperclassman at the time, I mean, I was a junior when she came in that we tried to instill in the team was just buy in, you know, buy into whatever she's got coming in, um, buy into whoever she decides to bring in as assistant coaches. Um, and, and that was kind of what we rolled with and it, and it worked out really well. I think that everybody was all in with everything that she and the assistant coaches have to say. And, and I think that's what got us to the, um, point that we were at and they just have a, a different energy. We have a, I mean, a younger coaching staff now and, I mean, seeing Coach Holly throw live to us every day is something that most head coaches don't do. Um, so I think that it's just they have a they have a different energy that they've brought to us these past couple of years, and we've we've just bought in behind it. Yeah, and you know how how much do you feel like their style kind of uh, and, and the staff style kind of suits you? I, I know um, obviously you you said a single season 
a stolen base record a, a couple of seasons ago and and the team as a whole set a, a school uh stolen base record as well and it seems like a, an aggressive style that that seems to to suit you pretty well yeah i was gonna say they're definitely uh very aggressive i know that when I put one down the right field line, Coach Holly sending me to third. I mean, she uh, she's very, very aggressive. She's all about the base running, and, <laughs> and that's something that I love. Base running is one of my favorite things to do for sure. So um, we fit really well together, and, and sometimes she doesn't even have to tell me to steal, and I, I know I'm stealing. So she uh, she definitely has helped me mold into the, the player that I've wanted to be and, and have become now. And uh, kind of – going back to to the player you've become now and um want to get into to how you kind of landed at Louisville um and we'll get there how how did you first start when you were growing up and I know you grew up not far from here a couple of hours away um how did you get into softball how, how did softball become become your sport yeah so actually growing up I played uh, soccer basketball and softball all throughout high school um, my high school was was a huge high school we had over 5,000 kids at the school um, so very competitive environment and uh, softball happened because my dad and myself I grew up a big St. Louis Cardinals fan because my dad's from St. Louis and you know watching Albert Pujols play and Yadier Molina and all these guys that I just admired growing up I was like I, I want to do some of that so um, we started softball, and, and even through high school, I honestly didn't know which sport I was going to pick for college, but um, it just worked out that uh, I ended up getting recruited to Louisville, and um, it was it was close, so I knew my parents and my uh, my grandma would be able to come, um, and it it was a, it's a city like un, unlike any other. I mean, it's it's just a, it's, the support from Louisville is, is huge just because there's no professional sports, so everyone really just rallies around the Louisville student athletes. And that's just something that I didn't find anywhere else that I was recruited at. So, uh, so that support maybe, uh, was that, was that the main reason you ended up coming? I would say the support and, and the distance, like I said, I mean, I'm not, I'm not too much of a homebody, but I, I do like to see my parents. So I knew that, that they'd be able to come and, and see me play. And my grandma who, um, from Japan, but she was here at the time. I knew that she wouldn't be able to fly out to many games, so the driving distance made it more appealing. But yeah, I mean the the Louisville support is is truly unlike any other. When when um, as you were playing and, and maybe getting ready and, and and looking ahead to to maybe playing in college, when when did you know like that you were really good at softball? If that makes sense, like when did you know that that it was something you could take maybe. Uh, beyond high school and, and, you know, go to college and, and, and play softball? Yeah. So, so like I said, I played three sports growing up. Um, so something that's a little odd about me, I guess, is I didn't play travel ball very much. Um, I only played two years of it, my junior and senior year. Um, and my high school coach was like, you know, Celine, like you could be really good. You just, you got to start putting in more work for it. And I was like focusing more on it. And I was like, you know, you're probably right. So started getting a hitting coach and and he was like, you know, you have, you have some true potential kid. Like you just gotta, gotta keep honing in on it. Um, so I would say around junior year, which is very late compared to um, most other people. But um, I would say that was the time where I knew that, that I could do something, something pretty special. And um, I had a lot of um, support staff and, and coaches, like I said, that pushed me along the way. But um, I, uh, I think that playing three sports growing up actually helped me become more of an athlete um, and I didn't get burnout. I mean, softball, I, 
I love it because I didn't play it full year. Like every, I didn't play it year round for my entire life. Um, so I think that it was probably junior year that I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go with this. <laughs> and it, it certainly worked out. Um, you, I, I was reading you. So you, you hit right-handed and then transitioned to, to being a left-handed batter as you came into college. Is that right? That is correct. Um, yeah. So coach P, uh, I switched when I was actually, it wasn't even the beginning of my freshman year. It was, we played our first weekend out in Vegas in February of my freshman year. And she was like, you know, I think we're going to switch you to the left side kind of out of nowhere. And I at first thought that she was absolutely crazy. Um, but it was, it was definitely a, it's something that you do when you're like nine years old, not like 18 or 19. Um, but you know, my, my, my dad was like, you know, embrace it, um, work at it and, and see what happens. So, um, my freshman year to be hundred percent honest, I was whiffing off of a tee. Um, it was a very humbling experience. Um, and I just worked my butt off that, that whole season, like, people were getting ready for games and I knew I wasn't going to be uh, playing. So I'm just, you know, working off of a tee and taking any time in the facilities that I could and then work my butt off that summer. Um, and then was able to earn a starting spot my sophomore year. Um, and I, I definitely have to thank my dad for uh, talking me off the cliff a couple of times. I mean, I was, I was pretty done with it once I was whiffing off of a tee, but like I said, it was just a lot of hard work and uh, my teammates and, and the old coaching staff were very supportive and very helpful of, of me making that switch. So it was something that I was, I was able to buy into. Yeah. I that, that has to be quite the, quite the process to, to just switch it up. But what, what was it like to try to, to try to change sides? I mean, something you've been doing um, the other way for a long time. And then, you know, uh, when you get to college to, to try to do it, what, what was that, you know, process like and, and trying to rewern, relearn a swing, but, but with, with the other, with the other hand. Yeah. Like I said, just tons of, tons of hours in the cages. Um, I think the, the craziest part was when I would take a ball, my, my hands would naturally go forward. And so I was actually swinging because when I was a righty, I would pull them back, but that same motion was actually swinging on the left side. So I took some uh, strikes that way my freshman year. Um, so that was definitely one of the harder, harder things. But I originally started just slapping. I wasn't hitting away. Um, so I, I think that the slapping motion of just doing something completely different, because it's not like I was slapping on the right side, helped me make that transition. And then once Coach Holly came in my junior year, I started hitting away. Um, so it was just it's been a, a step by step process. But like I said, just lots and lots of hours in the cages and um, my teammates being in there to encourage me have been been huge along the way. Great, great, uh, great story and, and insight into that. Um, going a little bit um, off the field, you are the the first three time academic All American in, in Louisville softball history, uh, and you you talked about uh, getting your bachelor's degree and in three years earlier and, and now um, in, in the master, the MBA program, uh, how much pride do you take in, in uh, being the first three-time academic All-American in program history? Yeah, I think that, I think it's awesome. Um, all the accolades that have come along with, with being a, a good student athlete have been great, but um, it comes back to my parents. I know that growing up, my mom would threaten me. She was like, if your grades drop, like 
sports go with it. And I was like, oh, heck no, you know, there's no way I'm, I'm losing sports right now. So um, it's just always been instilled in me that, um, you know, one day that the education is going to pay the bills um, as much as I love softball and as much as I wish I could play forever. Um, I knew that education was uh, what's going to pay the bills one day. So um, I just take a lot of pride in, in my schoolwork and uh, I try and help my teammates with their academics whenever they need it. But um, yeah, I definitely take, I take pride in my schoolwork for sure. And a finance degree and, and the MBA program now, what, what are you looking to do when, when softball's over with, with, uh, with, with the degrees that you've earned and, and are working toward? Yeah, um, I want to get involved in the wealth management industry. So uh, I want to be a financial advisor. Um, I'm currently actually working part time at Clearpath Financial right behind uh, Trinity High School. Um, just interning there, learning a lot. Um, but I love working with people um, and money and numbers just seem to make sense to me. So uh, I'm hoping that it's a, a good career path for me for sure. Awesome. And uh, uh, I guess that's one maybe uh maybe benefit to to everything that's happened you've you've maybe had some some more time to to uh to focus on on that when when access to to other stuff and and facilities and things like that have been more limited yeah yeah it's been uh it's been good to have a lot going i mean even my mba program i've got six classes that i'm doing this summer um just to get a little bit ahead so that i can take less next spring when we're in season um, so I've definitely been busy with school and yeah, trying to work a little bit on the side has been good too. Um, so it's been, it's been good to stay busy for sure. You are, you're also the, for 2021, the student athlete advisory committee president. What, what does that, uh, what does that entail being, being in that role? Yeah. So I've been involved with stack. This is my third year. Um, last year I was an ACC rep. And uh, some of the um, advisors for SAC had reached out and we, Blanton Creaky had, had just graduated. So we needed a new SAC president. And I, I think that SAC is great. I mean, it's a great way for student athletes to have a voice um, when it, with regards to legislation pushing through and, and just different issues that we face that we can, can bring up and bring change to. Um, so my role, I mean, I facilitate all of our meetings um, anytime uh, there's any issues that arise on any teams, they can let me know and we can push it towards uh, our administration. And then um, especially right now with uh, everything going on with the racial injustices, um, we've got some programming that we're putting together to um, further educate some of the student athletes, coaches, facilitators. Um, so there's a lot of different things with the role, but um, in the few months that I've just been the SAC president, there's been a lot and uh, I've really enjoyed it so yeah. far. Yeah, I, I can't imagine a more uh, active time with that, with with all the different the the different issues that you just mentioned that have uh, that have come up over the last few months. There's there's been a lot to yeah. uh, to look at in in that area. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've had the coronavirus, we've had uh, name, image, and likeness. We're still pushing through, and and like I said, all the racial injustice. So uh, I've had a I've had a full plate for sure. But like I said, I've I've enjoyed it so far. Uh, how much do you embrace, obviously, that role, um, the leadership role on your team? And you, you've talked about that a little bit over the course of the last several minutes. But uh, how how much do you enjoy uh, being able to to be a leader? I, I love it. I mean, I think that um, my teammates have a lot of trust in me. And I think that 
my biggest asset is my consistency and, and the attitude that I bring is just very consistent. I always try and be the most energetic on the field, uh, whether I've had the best day in the classroom or the worst day in the classroom or at work, et cetera. Um, I, I just, I love my teammates. So um, I just try and do anything they need and anything we need as a team to, uh, to be better. You, uh, what, uh, kind of getting into, um, and we've asked kind of everyone this, uh, when it comes to, to having to, to stay home a lot, at least for a, a period of a, a month or two or whatever it was in, in varying places. Um, any, any, uh, Netflix or, or TV shows or anything like that, that you, that you picked up in the midst of the busy schedule while you had to, to kind of stay at home? Yeah, um, I honestly haven't been able to watch too much because, like I said, I feel like I'm always with my teammates or my family, but um, season three of Dynasty came out. Uh, I need to get caught up on uh, Riverdale. Um, so just and then some documentaries on the side, but really haven't been able to do too, too much. I've been actually pretty busy with uh, even though we've had all this time. Yeah, you uh, you certainly have, as we've we've talked about. Uh, was reading uh, a little bit about this. You wear the number 33. Why do you wear, why do you wear that number? Um, so growing up three was, was always my favorite number. I did the school rock song where it's like three is the magic number. You know, I just, I've, I've always liked three. And when I got here, um, we got a transfer who had chosen the number three. So I was like, you know, let's double it up and make it even luckier. So uh, it works. And then last year, uh, leading the nation in triples, everyone was feeding off of the the threes on my back. So I guess it just it worked out too with the style of play that I've got going on. And you uh, you mentioned earlier too how um, growing up your your mom was was very much uh, not going to let you slip in in your academics and and how that you know be, being busy even with the athletic side she wasn't going to let you slip in, in academics and, and reading um, your mom has has uh, has quite the story yes yeah she uh, so she's originally from Japan um, I've got a lot of family there as well I've been there like four or five times now. Um, so I love visiting my family there, but yeah, she, she came over for college, uh, didn't really speak English, uh, had to move to a few places, got kicked out of the country a few times for different issues with student visa, um, and ended up graduating with a chemical engineering degree from uh, the university of Florida. So, um, she is, is somebody that is very inspiring. Her story is very inspiring. And, uh, I hope to accomplish half the things that she has because, uh, like, yeah, like you said, I mean, her story is incredible and, and I've always looked up to her for, for everything that she's had to go through. Um, so yeah, she's, she's pretty awesome. Yeah. That, that's, uh, amazing stuff. Uh, a couple more for you. One, you mentioned being a, a Cardinals fan. Who's your all time favorite St. Louis Cardinals player? It's got to be Albert Pujols, even though he uh, he went to the Angels there. Uh, he I grew up just loving Albert Pujols, so uh, he's he's definitely my all time fave. That's a that's a good pick. I don't think you can go wrong with picking him, uh, a future Hall of Famer for <laughs> sure. Um, and and yeah. last one, twenty twenty one season, kind of uh, obviously it'll be here before we know it, and and that time and. Um, how much do you think with, with everything that happened in, in last season in 2020 being cut short, um, 
how much are you looking forward to getting back out there for for what will now be your final season in 2021 in college and and do you think that um is it going to make you uh, appreciate everything a little bit more um given that you thought it it, it could have been over um with it with it coming to an end last year yeah, I think you you took the words right out of the, right out of my mouth. I mean, um, I like I said, thought my career was over, and it was one of the, the most devastating moments that I've I've ever faced. But um, definitely gonna not not gonna take a single moment for granted. Um, anytime on the field with my teammates, and even in the locker room, I know that now when we're just we're, we're just working out and hitting BP, like that's just something that that I'm definitely not gonna take for granted, and I'm gonna enjoy every minute of it this upcoming year and. And I think that my teammates will do the same. I know that that they were really excited for the 2020 season and and their season got cut short just like mine, just in a, a bit of a different way. But um, yeah, I think that we are super excited. I know I am. I'm ready for uh, February 2021. Yeah, looking forward to, to seeing you all be able to, to get back out there. Good luck as, uh, as the preparations continue for that and, and good luck uh, as you continue along the NBA path. Thanks for, uh, thanks for spending some time with us today awesome stuff yeah absolutely thanks for having me all right another big thanks to softball outfielder celine funky for joining us this week uh, great stuff with her and uh, a lot of stuff she is involved in certainly a great story there we appreciated you again for checking out the podcast again whether on itunes google play and spotify those are the ways you can find us if you could uh, drop us a rating we would certainly appreciate that as well that'll do it for us this week we'll be back next week thanks again for checking it out i'm nick curran this is welcome to the ville the official podcast of the louisville cardinals